Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <gasps> Hi, I'm Heidelin Diaz. Find out how I discovered weightlifting and made it all the way to an Olympic gold medal in our next episode. Welcome to this winner of an episode of Super Random, an Inquirer podcast powered by Puma Podcast, where we discuss and deconstruct everything Pinoy pop culture that you've either forgotten or were too embarrassed to admit you liked. I'm your super obsessive host, Noel S. Devera. Last episode, we talked about the sports that are popular among Filipinos. Basketball, boxing, volleyball, and football. But Filipinos being Filipinos, we get invested whenever an athlete carries the national tricolor regardless of the sport. And we love it when they win. But when does a sport become a movement rather than a movement? Perhaps the best examples of the moments of collective national interest, in ascending order, the Southeast Asian Games, the Asian Games, and the pinnacle of the sporting world, the Olympics. Every time one of these major meets are held, the Filipino audience watches for the duration of the Games hoping for gold medals, to hear the national anthem being played, and the flag raised. But then again, once the games are done, we're quick to forget. Almost as if waiting for another athletic genie to come out of the bottle. But it takes a nation, or at least a training program to raise a winner. The Philippines is extremely competitive in the Southeast Asian Games, always counting on a harvest of medals. In fact, the last two times the Philippines hosted the SEA Games, the Philippines topped the medal tally in 2005 and 2019. The ASEAN is a far more different matter with the size of the field, the number of disciplines, and the sheer caliber of the competition. The Philippines has only ever hosted the ASEAN ones. In 1954, and we have never emerged as the team with the most medals. In fact, only two countries, Japan and China, have ever won that distinction. But the big prize has always been the Olympics. Ever since the founding of the Summer Games in 1924, the country usually sends a compact contingent, and we watch, hoping against hope, for just one medal. Olympic glory is the ultimate goal for a Filipino athlete. 
and those who have come closest are revered for it. Prior to the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Games, the Philippines had a total of 9 medals. The very first Filipino medalist, swimmer Teofilo Idelfonso, won bronze twice in 1928 in Amsterdam and in 1932 in Los Angeles. But a disproportionate number of our medals have unsurprisingly come from boxing, with five of those nine coming from the ring, and two silvers prior to Rio from boxers Anthony Villanueva and Mansueto Onyok Velasco. But sports evolve, and new disciplines, new categories allow for new opportunities for immortality, particularly for women. All you have to do is look at the 2016 Rio Games, where the Philippines earned only one medal from the women's weightlifting discipline. And she was one lift away from the country's first gold medal, finishing with only our third ever silver. But she didn't forget. She didn't give up. She got better. Hi everyone, I'm Haideline Diaz, your Tokyo 2020 gold medalist in weightlifting. As a child, the Zamboanga native tried out all the usual sports until it led her to the one that would make her great. The usual Filipino games, the patintero. Um, I tried doing basketball, badminton, volleyball, because it's part of physical education. Natin eh. Pero hindi, hindi ako magaling sa mga ganun. And growing up, weightlifting talaga. I've been in weightlifting since 11 years old ako. Wala kaming tubig sa, sambuang, sa mampang. Medyo nasa dulo kami, so wala kaming masyadong tubig doon. Na hanggang ngayon, yun pa rin ang problema. Totoo yun na nagbubuhat ako ng balde ng tubig. And that was 2011, uh, 2001. Um, I just got curious sa mga pinsan kong lalaki. Kasi yung weightlifting, di ka naman agad na papasok sa heavyweights. Naalala ko nung una, nasa baba lang kami ng ipil-ipil trees. Tapos may ipil-ipil lang kami na yung branches na ginawa namin na yun yung pang-technique namin. So, ayun, doon lang kami, mga pinsan ko. Every night after school, pupunta kami doon. Ayaw kong matalo sa mga pinsan ko, kahit kanino. So, yun ako. Then, after that, naging semento. Yung parang yung cupping barbell na semento. <laughs> yun. Then, next is yung mags ng jeep. Tapos, yung Universidad de Zamboanga nagbigay sa amin ng weightlifting barbell and yung lumang weightlifting barbell na uh, mabigat na uh, yero. And soon, she formally picked up the sport, joining her first meet in 2002 and became that rare Filipino athlete, a female weightlifter. She was an immediate success for a funny reason. Gold ako kasi wala akong kalaban. So next, yung may kalaban na ako, silver ako. Ginagawa ko yung weightlifting for survivor eh. Hindi ko siya ginagawa for because yun yung 
na enjoy okay bilong ako pero I'm doing this for for scholarship for allowance sa Philippine Sports Commission so nakakatulong ako sa family ko kasi may nag-offer ng scholarship sa Zamboanga so nakapag-aral ako tapos nung college nakapag-aral din ako sa school na yung Universidad de Zamboanga para sa akin mas nag nagkaroon ako ng direction sa buhay eh dahil sa weightlifting and then after that Nag-stop ako, pero nagkaroon ako ng trabaho sa Philippine Air Force. So, weightlifting give me a lot of opportunity in life. But later on, nung nagka-injury ako, na-realize ko na mahal ko tong sports ito. Not everyone was immediately on board with her unusual choice of sport. My mom, yung nanay ko, ayun nga, kasi ang sports ito para sa lalaki. And dyan ka sa bahay, ganun eh. Ganun yung perspective eh. Pag lalo pag nasa probinsya ka. So, not um, before, like sinasabihan ako na baka maging macho ka masyado, wala magkakalusi sa'yo. So, baka yung ka mabuntis dahil sa kakabuhat mo. Or later on, na, na, nasuportahan naman niya ako nung nakita niya, na-enjoy ko yung sports, eh, nakita niya na may future ako sa sports. But heading into the Tokyo Olympics, Heidelin faced a unique set of challenges. The pandemic forced the organizers to postpone the Summer Games from 2020 to 2021. Uh, when we were here in Malaysia, because of course, we pandemic. Then, with the help of sponsors who were a little the Philippine Sports Commission because we were pandemic. Tayo. Yun, the time na na nakat allowance ng atleta. So, kailang gamitin yung sariling funding. Pero dahil nga sa nanalo na ako ng silver medal sa Olympics, medyo naging may naniniwala naman yung MVPSF. Mm. Tapos yung time na yun ng Alsons na, yeah, we will go all the way na parang wow. Thank you for believing. When the Tokyo Olympics finally rolled around, the Philippines had a special team. There was a wider range of sports than ever, a wider range of categories, and more opportunities for women. The Philippine contingent not only had silver medalist Heidelin, it had a world champion gymnast in Carlos Yulo, a world-class pole vaulter in EJ Obiena, and its powerhouse male boxers such as Carlo Paalam and Yume Marshall. But it also had female boxer Nesty Patesha and female skateboarder Marjolin Didal. Together with the other athletes, this was perhaps the most promising lineup the Philippines has ever fielded in the Olympics. And Highland was its heart. Entering the games themselves, did she imagine it was possible? she could become the first Filipino gold medalist ever. No. Of course, when I started, I don't know about Olympics. I just want to win before that, to win in local competitions and not in, you know, international competition like Olympics. Aside from being a medal favorite because of her previous silver finish, Heidelin was in a new category, 53 kilograms, with a target on her back. So, did she feel she was going to win the day before the finals? I'm sure of that, the day before my competition, that I will win the gold medal. 
you know, day before I see, saw my, the way she walked, the way, you know, my competitor. And I know I have that advantage. I know I'm ready physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, mentally, everything. I'm ready. And there are people behind me that, you know, work hard for me to achieve this impossible dream. And I know that also, like with all the my the trials and challenges that we have been through, I know that God has planned, and I just claim it that day that I have to believe. I have to believe, and everything will follow. And you know, there's no doubt anymore. It wasn't easy. The final round was a white knuckle affair with other finalists. Liao Qiyun of China and Kazakhstan's Zulfia Chinshanlo adding more and more weight until it essentially came down to one lift for the gold. Liao took the lead with her last try. Then, it was Heidelin's turn. The last lift of the tournament at 127 kilograms in the clean and jerk. She set. She lifted. She did it. Her total of 200 24 kilograms was now the Olympic record. Bedlam broke out among Heidelin's coaches. Heidelin clasped her hands together in disbelief and began crying. Philippines, the win is over! The gold is yours! History had been made. And in a few minutes, Heidelin stood at the top step and received the gold medal. Ladies and gentlemen, the anthem of Philippines. For the first time, Philippine flag was raised high above the other two, and Lupang Hinirang was played. Heidelin saluted the flag as she fought back tears and sang the lyrics under her face mask. The Tokyo Olympics proved fruitful for the Philippines. Yulo, Obiena, and Petesho all made the finals in their respective events. Petesho and Paalam emerged with silvers, Marshall with a bronze, and even though she did not medal, the doll's friendliness made her a favorite, not only among her own competitors, but of the Olympics themselves. With four medals, it was the most successful Olympic quest for the country ever. Seb Sarmenta is one of the Philippines' most iconic sportscasters and has covered many Olympics. This is what he thinks needs to be done to further the athletic success mind in Tokyo. I think the team of 2020 Olympics was a special team. We may not have another dependence on development of our sports. The only way we can make them popular is during the coverages of the Olympics. For instance, I'm hopeful for the Varsity Channel of, of Signal. I hope they cover sports outside of the popular ones, but we're still in pandemic. We need stars. We need stars for all these uh, uh, other sports. The historic Tokyo Games also demonstrates 
that future Filipino sports success may rely on abandoning antiquated concepts of gender in sports. As Skilti Labastilla, an anthropologist from the Ateneo de Manila University, explains. Stereotypes are beginning to break down that men can play volleyball uh, and be good at it. And uh, similarly, women can play physical sports and win gold medals uh, at them. So hopefully these images of Nesty Petesho, Heidelin Diaz, and Marc Espejo playing these sports that are not associated with their genders can dispel those traditional notions. And the heroine of our story believes there is so, so much that remains to be done for her own sport, for weightlifting, particularly for weightlifters to follow their own paths to success. My dream for weightlifting, I hope that, you know, it's not only for, you know, um, sports ng probinsya, it will be sports in kahit saan ka sa Pilipinas. I always have this um, mindset to to always grow the sports. Not only for for my own, but to increase awareness para magkaroon ng opportunity mga atleta, mga coaches. And hoping ko, kasi kung nasa palarong pabansa, hindi lang siya laro. Kung hindi, it will give also livelihood for the coaches and then direction for the athletes. Not only has Heidelin become the endorser of various brands such as Pure Foods, but has received various financial incentives, awards from various bodies. But in 2021, she was a popular Halloween costume. How did she feel about that? <laughs> of course, parang thank you. Thank you. Uh, parang na, nagtataka lang ako, pero after a day, like, oh nga, no? parang wow. Halloween costume na ako. Wow. And nagpapasalamat ako. It makes me humble. And parang it makes me feel that I fulfill yung purpose ko na binigay sa akin ni God. I think it's God who give me direction, who give me plan or give me this, yung pagmamahal ko sa sports. Yung, kasi may mga times na ayoko na. May mga times na gusto ko nang sumuko. Siguro, what's in me, it's God, my love for the sports, and PhD, and all the people that guide me. We look to a future of more diverse sports. And young athletes like tennis prodigy Alex Ayala, Yulo, Obiena, and those who will come after them. After a history of so many attempts that failed, Filipinos toast each victory they find, and they will keep fighting. Why do we still compete? Because we're still trying to prove to the world that the Philippines is just as good, if not better, than any other countries. Bitin tayo, we're not the United States, we're in gold medals come in bundles. You know, when Heidelin was competing and we were together in Tokyo, tapi-tapi kami ng, ng mga, mga broadcasters at saka mga press, uh, Ang saan dasal ko nun, Lord, isang gold medal lang sa Pilipinas. Ang China, ang dami na nilang gold medal. Bigyan nyo kami ng isa. And I think he thought I was too greedy when I also prayed uh, for Marshall and the other boxers to win more gold medals. But we still are in that state internationally. We're trying to prove that the Filipino can.
that's it for this victorious final episode of the second season of Super Random, an inquiry podcast powered by Fuma Podcast. This episode was produced by Macy Hoven and edited by Nico Bolante. We would like to thank Skilti Labastilla, Sev Sarmenta, and of course, Heidelin Diaz for joining us on the show today. And to One Sports for their clip of Heidelin's winning moment. We'd also like to thank all of you who have listened to our exploration of Pinoy pop culture this second season of Super Random. If you like this episode and would like to hear more of our previous episodes, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Spotify or wherever you catch your favorite podcasts. I'm Ruel Esdevera. Till our next season, stay super! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.